Right, y'all. Welcome back to Melon and Me podcast. I'm your host, Whitney. And Mia. We got Mia. Hope you guys remember us. It's been a while. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we while. are back. We had to meet, you know, with you guys before the end of the year. It's a great day. It's a great day. <laughs> I feel really good. We wanted to come back in a different way than maybe what you all are used to. We know you all love the hot topics and our opinions on certain things, but we also want to start including some more really, really, really cool, interesting topics that we can't wait to unload and unleash for the new year. So I'm excited to be back. Mia will be coming to LA. Can't wait to get you to LA. You know, get some things in the studio. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's going to get official. Okay. So I just want to quickly talk about, right now you're in Nashville, right? Yes. Right, you're in Nashville. I know it's been really cold over there because it's been the weather has been crazy everywhere. It's been like a cold freeze, and shoot, it was like 30 degrees in LA the other day. No, it was everywhere. It hit us really bad. I mean, we went from being at 50 degrees to the news being like, "Turn your water running water on." It's about to be negative one in the morning in 17 hours, and it's like, how does it go from 60, 50 degrees? to negative one in a matter of 16 hours like it was insane people's pipes were busted froze we didn't have any impact um at my house but had a lot of friends that could not turn their water on um Mm -hmm. and we also had rolling blackouts so typically what that means for people who don't know then there's so much tension from the electrical outputs and all of that sort of stuff they have to, you know, do pockets of where they turn off your electricity for like 15 to 15 minutes in different zip codes. So that way it releases a lot of the pressure and the the lines from, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know too much about it, but essentially that's what happened. We yeah. were impacted. Our lights were on the whole time, but everyone that I know, they were like, oh, we're without power for an hour. And then yeah, in the next a hour, lot of they people. were without power. So, a lot of people. And thank God you guys didn't get any snow, did you? Or no? We Just got snow. Cold. We got a lot of snow. Yeah, we got a lot of snow. Well, what's um, a lot? What's a lot to you? <laughs> well, I mean, if we're thinking like DC, if we're thinking like Nashville, then no. But like, we definitely got snow where the city shut down. About a few inches. A few inches. About a few inches, maybe three inches, maybe not even that much. But it was like right. fully covered snow. My our biggest thing here in Nashville is ice, and ice. probably everywhere else, but. We don't in Nashville because we don't um, get so much snow like that and cold, cold weather. We're also not equipped with the equipment to make sure yeah. that the roads are clear and all that stuff. So we kind of have to wait mm-hmm. until the trucks that we have yeah. clear certain areas. As much notice as it seems some people knew about the storm, it's like the states and the cities, the mayors weren't equipped or they weren't ready for the for that level of you know coldness because I think on top of the snow it was the icy temperatures that really uh brought like the death toll and stuff up because I think right now they said it's 57 people that have died in total from the winter storm and most of that being like in Buffalo New York unfortunately the mayor of Buffalo really dropped the ball they had no like emergency service vehicles that were like prepared and Buffalo had six feet of snow and they had freezing temperatures. So six feet of snow, like social media was flooded with people like posting 
their doors, their vehicles, the snow was over their freaking doors. Like you open the door, the snow was taller than them. They couldn't walk outside. Unfortunately, people died. Um, one of the stories that went viral was of a 23-year-old nurse. So rest in peace to Andale Taylor. He was driving home from work uh, during the storm and she got stranded in her car on the side of the road. And she started to send her family, like her sister's videos and stuff. She was like showing them that like the snow was piling up. She showed them like another car, like down the road that was like stuck. And she had told them, she was like, look, I'm going to just try to get some sleep. And then in the morning, I'm going to try to walk to home. She was only six minutes from her house, six minutes. Unfortunately, they stopped hearing from her. She didn't answer her phone the next day. Her family was in North Carolina and she was in New York by herself. That story really hit home because they found her the next day dead in her car and she just didn't make it through the night. And they don't, I don't, I'm not sure if she froze or if it was like carbon monoxide poisoning um, because they said her car ran out of gas from because she was running the heat. So, you know, it's, it's dangerous because when you have to run the heat and stuff in small spaces, it's a danger that you can get carbon monoxide poisoning. Unfortunately, she passed away. Um, other people did as well. They were found like frozen in their homes. Some people lost feet. You spoke of the rolling blackouts. They were doing that apparently in Buffalo, but they were only doing like they were choosing the zip codes that were like wealthy and giving them longer power and never gave the other zip codes power. Like there's people on YouTube right now and TikTok and um, Twitter living in the hood in Buffalo, their buildings is like falling apart. They have ice and water running through their, their roofs and stuff. And they said, emergency has not come. Like the building maintenance has not come. These people don't have heat, they don't have water. And it's just like, it's so fucked up because in times like this, you think, oh, the government and emergency services, they're gonna save me, they're gonna help me. But sometimes you can only really depend on yourself, especially if you're black or in like, a neighborhood that's not wealthy. Like they're not coming to save you. They're really not, you know? And they said that people were begging for, for basically good Samaritans to come and help them on the internet because they were calling 911 in Buffalo and they were just putting them on waiting lists and never getting back to them. The mayor's under like a bunch of heat now. They just did like a press conference. They said they were so underprepared because of that plenty of people die. That shouldn't have died because like I grew up in the snow. I grew up in Maryland and we've had snowstorms that were, you know, four feet of snow, five feet of snow. Now the temperature didn't get that cold, but it's still like Maryland is so prepared that they start to salt the, you know, the streets like the night before they issue like a don't travel, like no school, no work date, like a day before. So it's like the fact that people were at work, and they said that they told people an hour before the, the storm hit to get off the roads. That's not enough time. Y'all knew the storm was coming. So everyone should have had an advisory to get off the road at least like a, 24 hours before to get to where they need to be. You know what I'm saying? It's so tragic. Like a bunch of people got um, stranded in a Target. And one of the girls on Twitter was like, you know, they were waiting. The employees were kind of waiting for people to get released. And she said she saw that snow sticking and she left. And she said all her coworkers got stuck at the at the office and they were stuck there for like a day or two. So it was bad. That is so sad. And I think a lot of this has a lot to do with global warming um, because there are places that have been gotten super cold. 
or gotten hit with things that they never have before or, you know, just all of these random, like one day it's negative three degrees and then tomorrow it's 70 and sunny. And then the next day it's a tornado warning. It's really scary. We're living in some really interesting, scary times. Um, Don't get me to um, get on my conspiracy theories because I feel like they're messing with this weather. weather, Girl, I don't care what nobody say. Chemtrails, they've been experimenting. (laughs) Well, you know, we just have been. There have been a lot, this is probably for another show because we can go down a rabbit hole on this, but, you know, just with me having some level of ear to the street on like all of these technology, different robots and, you know, electric and gas going away. I mean, it's like just all kind of stuff that's just being created. They're pushing this narrative that like, okay, electric cars is the new way. Like we're going to do way with all these other things, create our own energy, do all these things. But then on the other side of the coin, it's like, okay, well then what, okay. What's the other side of it? You know what I mean? There's so we're pushing towards, they're pushing the narrative of all these positive things, but on the back end, you're like, what are they really doing? You know, <laughs> cause there's mm-hmm. things that you know what I mean? So it, all of that to say for me is just like this global warming. Um, it's just gotten, it's getting worse. We're, we're in a, we're in a really interesting time and weather is one of the quickest indicators that we are in interesting times with everything. Cause there's just no way. I mean, I will walk out the house. I feel like some days with half one side will be a tank top. The other will be like a long sleeve sweatshirt just because I don't know. I walk outside, this is where we're at, but where will we end up by the end of the day? <laughs> just interesting. It's really freaking weird. I just want to go away to what, like far away, like island to me out the country, but Maldives me. <laughs> Maldives me. So yeah, no, that's really sad. And I'm first to all of those families that have been impacted from all over yeah. um, and are still dealing with some of that stuff that's happened. Well, I just really want to, you know, because we haven't been on here in so long, there's so many topics to really unpack here. One of the topics of interest that was just everywhere, I can't say that the majority of us were shocked, but it still nonetheless was a juicy topic was the Derek Jackson, right? Derek Jackson and his wife. Yep. Um, not too long ago, I want to say maybe a year ago, Derek Jackson, you know, he's known for being like a relationship. I, w- I would like to say he would call consider himself a relationship coach. I said specifically to women, like he targets, he targets single women. That's his target audience. Recently, year ago, whatever, it came out. I didn't even know the man was married. There had been rumors that oh. he was married, but he never posted his wife. You know, we kind of always had nope. to speculate. And then it also came out that he was cheating on his wife, right? With multiple women, right? It was multiple women. It wasn't just one. It was like several women. And people were saying that he got someone pregnant. I mean, it was a big mess. And his wife chose to stick beside him. But it was how she chose to stick beside him that really got the viewers going. Because it was almost like she was condemning the world for how we viewed her husband's hiccup. And she was like, putting out things, basically trying to tell us, you know, death to you all, right? That she cursed everybody. She cursed everybody. (laughs) She's supposed to be a woman of faith, you know, a lady of the cloth. 
And it just was yeah. very off-putting because I'm like, this is something that you probably should just be quiet on or maybe say your piece, but this is something you need to deal with in-house, right? Oh. Fast forward to a couple weeks ago, he was caught with another woman in Miami, I think it was. He was with another woman. It wasn't his wife. They verified. And then shortly after he was caught with another woman, rumors or a report came out saying that they were filing for divorce. Speculation could be, you know, okay, well, since he was caught, let me hurry up and issue this. We're getting a divorce thing. So that way I'm not back in the media for the same stuff that I got caught up for not too long ago, right? That could, that people are saying that could have been a possibility. But more importantly, I think for the wife, for her to like have been so outlandish to all of us, just for her husband Mm -hmm. to go back and embarrass her again was really... It was really interesting. Two people who choose to be married for whatever the reason, there are things that happen in a marriage all day, every day. And what you choose to accept and deal with and work through, that is your business, whatever. I just am very careful about if I were to be in that situation, putting other people down to defend whatever it is that I've got, because this is something that could happen again. And then I'm looking crazy because I'm trying to fight all y'all instead of dealing with it with my man. And here comes the embarrassment again. So it's almost kind of like, well, then what was all of that for? Like a girl, if you're going to stick beside him, beside him and do this. We don't need to know Um, anything. I will say this from the beginning. I don't see how he was ever with her. (laughs) I'll just say that because she's a bit much. She's a bit much. Um. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to play devil's advocate for sure and be like, you know, of course, when I seen the situation and I seen her demeanor on camera and how she was cursing everyone and I mean, it was, it made me uncomfortable. It was damn right demonic where I had to pray. Like, I literally had to pray. Demonic is a great Holy Spirit. (laughs) I had to, I had to surround myself with positivity after that because, you know, she did curse everybody and, you know, she cursed everyone's kids and their wives and she wished that she wished that people's husbands died anyone who ever spoke ill of her and her husband's relationship that's what she wished on you know everyone in the final days okay but what I can say is they've been together for a long time they have a lot of kids and we don't know what has gotten her to this point I don't want to be too harsh to judge her or her mental state because she's obviously been going through something and she doesn't seem stable to me you know what I'm saying like it doesn't seem like she is um in her right mind when she's you know cursing everybody out and even when she was up there with him in that bonnet and she was sticking beside him and he was sticking beside her marriage you know when he got caught cheating she didn't look completely all there you know what I'm saying it looked like she had checked out in some way now I'm not saying that condones her behavior of like blaming everyone else for her failed marriage but they've been together for like nine or ten years and she has kids and I can definitely tell that Derek probably has changed you know he he glowed up in front of everybody he got millions of followers he got a lot of money he got fame and that definitely wasn't who he was to start you know he was like a church guy military guy somebody very low-key so if you're in a relationship with somebody like that they completely change on you it's like, well, damn, you was like me. You were low-key like me. You were plain Jane like me. You weren't about the glow up and stuff. Like, now you want a baddie. Like, now you're with the Instagram baddie. 
you know, you don't want the church girl anymore. Like she was, she looked like she was a good church girl and he was a good church guy or whatever, but he has completely changed who he is. So that can be traumatizing to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not going to judge her too harshly because I know if a woman's dealing with so much for so long, it can change everything about who she is or she's just completely crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I pray that that's really not who she is and that, you know, him moving on with this girl who seems to fit his new lifestyle, that will bring her some peace because obviously that's not what she needs in her life. Like, I just pray that she really do know God and she'll come up out of this very negative cycle she's in because I feel like this is probably the best thing for her because that man was never going to stop cheating ever. And it's just better to let him go. He was probably happy that those pictures came out. I feel like he was probably waiting for something for her to get the hint that he wanted out of the relationship. Yeah. And, you know, I just wish that we, as women specifically, we deal with our men that we have commitments to and really, really hold them to a standard of um, accountability um, I know me and mm-hmm. a few of my girlfriends were talking about this the other day and we we're just like, God, why do we as women, we, we're the first thing we do is go after the women. Although you may feel like in that moment, oh, yeah. that's your, that's, that's, that's a natural, maybe that's a natural thing for us, right? Is that we naturally go after the other woman and you decide to stay, stick beside them. Mm-hmm. After you're done beating her up, that's going it. off on her, dealing with her, <laughs> yeah, then, then what, right? And then are you going to do that for every time he meets somebody? And mm-hmm. like, at what point do we deal with the problem? I guess is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, you're right. I'm not, I don't, I'm not playing a judgeful place. I just would, mm-hmm. I just want us as women to get to a place, specifically women, because men, I don't feel like have the same issue They because it's a double standard, really. I mean, a lot of men, you think about it, they wouldn't deal with half the things we as women put up with or choose to put up at with, all, right? But, at all. But I just wish that we as women collectively get to a point where we start holding the men that we have commitments to accountable in whatever way that looks like mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, yeah. Especially if you decide to stay. Yeah, I feel like most importantly, you know, definitely just leave before you get to the point where you don't even recognize yourself anymore or you're up here. For sure talking crazy you know what I'm saying cursing people's unborn children for what because your man is a hoe (laughs) that don't make no sense that's crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just like stop trying to tolerate shit y'all not okay with that's the biggest period period every time and that goes for everyone because when I try to tolerate some shit I know I'm okay with I'm gonna start acting outside of myself because I'm you know making myself deal with some things I don't want to deal with so, Period. yeah, just stay tapped into yourself, y'all, because whole world out here, people will choose them every single time. <laughs> you got to choose you. Choose you. Oh, speaking of a cold world, you know, Tory Lanez got locked up the other day. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion got shot uh, about a year, two years ago, y'all. We covered this on our podcast damn near two years ago. So this has been, like, dragged out, like, you would have thought this was the OJ Simpson trial, the way they had the play-by-plays and they had, you know, people coming through with the courtroom, you know, gossip. And we had, we had like the celebrity hairstylist, uh, EJ, Meg celebrity hairstylist come up in there and, 
Meg's former best friend, Kelsey, uh, went on the witness stand and she pled the fifth. She said she didn't remember anything. And y'all, it was just a circus. The whole shit was a circus from beginning to end. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad that, you know, Meg has received her justice. I would say justice. I mean, we don't know his sentencing yet, so we can't really say justice because we don't know how long he's going to get. But at least he is guilty. And, you know, she doesn't have to deal with people saying, oh, did he shoot you? Did he not shoot you? You know, at least all that's cleared up. Um, I think it's a lesson for everyone because just looking back on everything with the trial, you know, at the beginning, it was so messy because the story changed so many times. And I think now looking back on everything, I see why, like I see why Megan decided to keep information to herself at first and why she didn't want to say Tori shot her at first. It's like, she didn't want to be judged for one, for having sex with this man publicly. She didn't want to be judged for that as a woman. I get that. Secondly, she honestly tried to protect him, you know, and that's, and that kind of bit her in her ass. And that is a lesson for everyone. Like, don't lie trying to protect somebody and then, you know, think it's not going to be consequences when you switch it up. Like, I know we try to, as Black women, we try to kind of protect everyone, but sometimes you just got to protect yourself. And I feel like at that very moment when the police pulled up, regardless of what could have happened, she's just like, yes, he shot me. This is what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just would have been clear from the beginning, you know, but when you try to hide bits and pieces of things, instead of just letting everything just be as clear as what it really is, you that things get messy and there's going to be a little bit of backlash and that's why I went so back and forth and that's why everybody was like confused now I don't know what's going on now because I know there's a lot of guys especially black men who are saying like free Tory and they hate Megan because of the verdict and I don't really understand that because it's like everything has been played out so even if you had any questions like I had questions too but I, I, now that everything has been played out it's kind of like okay everything makes sense why it played out this way but at the end of the day, her foot was injured. She didn't do it. Whoever did it got to pay for it. That's at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if she was in another fight. It doesn't matter if she started the fight. It don't. None of that really matters. She didn't pull out a gun. So at the end of the day, you got to deal with the consequences of that. So. Yep, I agree. I was trying to pull up his actual charges, which are carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle. The discharge of the firearm with gross negligence and assault with a semi-automatic. Like the 27th apparently is when he's supposed to be sentenced. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how people and where they have an opinion about did he shoot, did he not, these charges are really outside of even the actual shooting of her. Um, these are like just ha him having the gun. You know what I mean? And it being a reckless, reckless endangerment of having it actually mm -hmm. going off. And, you know, and this is what happens if you have it, you're not supposed to. Yeah. It, 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 things just get it's real the, sticky. It's the consequences, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, at the end of the day, do I think he wanted to shoot Megan? No. Do I think he was trying to hurt her? No, I don't. Even the whole story, it's clear as day he, he, did, he wasn't. That's why there's not, like, an attempted murder charge or nothing. Because For sure. It's clear. But at the end of the day, you decided because you were a little I don't want to say it's little man syndrome I don't care because a lot of these little guys just really be going off on women when they don't feel like they're being respected men need to be held accountable for how they react 
emotionally because you know women we have to deal with a lot emotionally all the fucking time and it seems like the slightest thing can tip a man off and emotionally they go over the edge you know what i'm saying where it's like violence or something like that and it's like y'all have to be held accountable for this so in a way i feel like it's an example it's an example y'all can't just go around shooting or slapping bitches or whatever like we got Javante Davis, his situation with his baby mom, apparently, allegedly, he just <laughs> beat her up or something. Like, y'all have to control your emotions. And there's consequences when you don't. Here's my issue with this whole case. Regardless of where I fall with the right or wrong or how people, the, the opinions, because I'm just so confused on why there are so many opinions when we're dealing with a woman who got shot. <clears throat> black white it's black or white she got somebody shot her it's and it, it wasn't her that shot herself so it's either you or you on accident not on regardless of how the specifics she got shot and people are so upset with her not all but there are people who are so upset that she was the one that got shot now again, I they don't have their think opinions. It's as simple as what I'm saying is that she got opinions. shot. Well, I'm saying she got she was I don't injured. Think that's why they were up, but I don't think they're upset that she you're saying they're upset that she was the victim or something. I don't think it's that because I think at first I think people were very what sympathetic at first. People should, what I'm saying is people should not be mad at her regardless because she's the victim. Exactly. And I think at first, so it doesn't she matter really who slept, in my opinion, I'm like, it doesn't matter from what I've been reading. It doesn't matter who yeah. slept with who, who was upset with who she still got shot in the foot. She does. But when you go on a national platform and tell a completely different story than what comes out in the trial, it's just like, well, what are you trying to do? Manipulate, you know, the minds of people. If she would have just stuck to her same story and it would just would have been the same story the whole way through. Because she initially was the victim. People was like, justice for Meg and everything. People's opinions started to change when she got on whatever, Diane Sawyer, whatever, Gail King, and lied about the situation and tried to m play on people's emotions in a, in a way that wasn't completely honest. And that is when I feel like she got a lot more backlash. Now, I'm not saying that she isn't still the victim. She is. But if I'm going to go up there and tell somebody I got shot, I'm just going to tell the whole story of what happened. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I was just I just wanted to leave and then he just shot me. I didn't mention that we had a whole brawl, a whole fight. Uh, my, I fucked my friend's man. So we had got into a whole fight. And like, it's a whole bunch of shit she left out where it just didn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like when people heard the full story, it was just like, well, damn, Meg's trying to hide every single thing she did. You know, it made it seem like it was a manipulation of emotions. That's the only thing. And I feel like part of that at first was to protect maybe Kelsey, maybe to protect Tori, maybe not even just herself, just to protect everyone's, you know, privacy maybe. But at the end of the day, when, when stuff is getting not, when stuff is coming out and it's not what you initially said, and it's just like, well, damn, if you lied about that, what else did you lie about? It was just a lot of things that played out in the media that really shouldn't have. Like, I feel like if, if it would have just been, a situation where she let her lawyers handle it. She didn't go out there, you know, putting out different versions of stories. It wouldn't have been so much confusion in the public eye. And people just would have had a lot more genuine sympathy for her. That's what I feel like. I mean, I also do feel like being a Black woman, period, people don't have as much sympathy for anything Black women go through. 
So that takes a part of it as well. Um, I'm glad someone's being held accountable for her getting shot. Um, and at the end of the day, she got shot. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, the woman got a shot. For me, my my optics are and everything you just said, because you know, it makes total sense. I'm yeah. just I'm so sick of seeing this case about he said, she said, sleeping with, fucked him, didn't fuck him, had an attitude, didn't have I mean, why this mm-hmm. was drug out for and two see, years. And, and that would have never been an issue. Oh. If, if that was just common knowledge, it wouldn't have been no issue. If you just go up and be like, yeah, we dated him, we got into a fight, he got upset, he shot me. Everyone's like, damn, he he that upset because of a relationship. But but when you start lying about stuff, then now people are more concerned about what you lied about, more concerned about investigating the petty shit than what really happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's just human yeah. nature. It wasn't, I don't yeah. blame her for it. I think she was scared. I think she's young. I think she doesn't have family. Sure. It's a lesson learned for sure. Well, the damage is done. The damage, I mean, the damage has been done. And I honestly, I mean, like I said, I'm just glad someone's being held accountable to now. We don't, like you said earlier, we don't know what his sentencing is gonna be. I think it's gonna be a couple of years. I don't know, I don't know how long, I don't know, but I do feel like it is gonna be a couple of years at least, yeah. maybe two to three. First, just I just feel like around there, maybe they said they was going to deport him to Canada. So. Is that where he's from? Yeah, he's from Canada. He's a Canadian. Okay, so play silly games, win silly prizes. I mean, you know, it just is really unfortunate. On it's unfortunate on all ends. It's unfortunate on his end because a lot of people obviously really love him. I did not know this man before any of this. <laughs> Probably you remember because I was like, who? I used to call him Lannis. You knew him like when Lannis. I started sending you the quarantine, the quarantine radio. You was just like, oh, the quarantine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I know, and you know, so it's unfortunate for him and his fans, his family, his father, his it's daddy. Daddy. Okay. This man had a whole like spectacle in court. Like his dad started cussing everybody out. I think his son like passed out and started crying. Like it was bad. It was it was a whole thing. And then I also feel really bad for Megan. She's lost a lot of money. She's lost some credibility. She's lost, you know, her mom. She's lost. She's had to endure this nightmare of a situation that happened to her, which is just so fucked up. It's really, really messed up on all ends. Nobody, I feel like, wins in this situation. Um, and it just is what it is. I'm just glad I don't have to hear about the particulars anymore. It's going to be more so the sentencing. And then now we can hopefully put some of this behind us. Um, but I just want to move on to something else. Cause I feel like they, this has just, you know, for the life of me, like you said, people are more upset about the particulars of things that really shouldn't matter as much. And I feel like that's what's just been for me a pain point because I've seen it time and time again. Can we please just get a verdict before so everybody can enjoy their New Year's or their Christmas? Because we're all tired. We're tired. <laughs> wrap know, it up. Wrap, wrap it. Up. it. Like y'all got 27 hours to wrap this shit up before we're 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 done. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. I do want to say though, just as a little sidebar of this whole situation. Um. I'm out here in LA where the court cases were going on. And so a lot of the black blogs were sending their media to the courthouse. And apparently 
it didn't go well with like the white media in the courthouse. So a lot of the black bloggers are reporting that like when they were at the Meg and Tory trial, you know, there's a section for the media where the bailiff will come and give information like to the media so they can have that information first and get it out. So they said it was basically some segregation shit going on out there that they were so upset that black media came in such a large amount to report on this case that they separated black media from white media and the bailiffs were basically giving information and stuff to the white media journalists and then not telling the black media journalists. So then they'd have to go over there and kind of get secondhand information from the white journalists. And they all had media passes. Like, so they're all supposed to be, you know, treated equally. But girl, they were very upset that black media had came out because at first, you know, it was being very underreported this case. And so they saw how much it was going viral on social media. So they started sending, you know, their white newscasters out. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Doesn't shock me. <laughs> no, no. You know, but that is I'm like it's 2022 and they still segregating people in the courthouse. It's crazy. Yeah. Shit. It's crazy. Yep. Crazy, crazy. Oh, man. But I did want to touch on Carisha, Diddy Girl, and Diddy. <laughs> Diddy. So <laughs> I love her. I, I love her. Like, I just like her because she's authentically just her. Like, I liked her, Carisha, Young Miami. And it's just been more and more about her. And then now she's partnered with Diddy everywhere. And then Carisha Please comes out. He's the first guest. He kind of sets it up. Yes, it's on his, you know, platform revolt. But he really gave us some stuff to chew on. We've been following Carisha and Diddy even more. And I feel like we've just partnered them together as a relationship. Until we're reminded in the news that Diddy is now a father of a newborn within like two weeks ago. I don't even want to say it was that long ago. Maybe it was two weeks ago. He came out and said he had a baby. Welcome. (laughs) And this comes off of his birthday party that he threw when she gave him this iced out chain he was really like, I mean, this girl, I've never had a woman give me nothing like this. This is my baby right here. He was on one knee begging her and just, you know, just all about Carisha. Baby news came out and everybody's kind of like, Carisha, you got two minutes to respond, bitch. <laughs> we, the people need answers. Carisha, please. We need answers. Okay. And so with that, I'm like, okay, did she know? based on from what I see in the type of relationship that they do have, I would think that she would know I, I in my mind because of how transparent and how like I feel like what we liked about them was like, damn, yeah, this is my shorty wop. She cool. We she, Whatever she want to do. She's like, yes, whatever he want to do. But shit, we ain't together. But he know we together real bad. So I would like to think that she did know. But then there were reports that were like, no, she didn't. He was even putting out subliminal tweets about as if maybe she kind of did it or she did. So I don't know. Both of them are too rich for me to even really kind of have an opinion one way or the other. You know what I mean? But it is interesting because I feel like so many people are in an uproar about it because we or they have 
hit them together in a relationship. And we have to constantly remind ourselves at the end of the day, he is not in a relationship. And she's made that very clear in interviews. And he has too. As cute and as like crazy as they want to make it seem like they are about each other. Nobody's in a relationship. So yes, he can do whatever he wants to do. I guess the biggest thing would be like, did she really know? Or didn't she? Um, yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, because she went back and forth with DJ Academics after the announcement because he made some statements and then she um, addressed them. And from what I've read from her tweets, it seemed like she didn't know because her last tweet was like, damn, can you let me react how I want or something like that? Which to me, if you say react, that means that's implying you didn't know like everybody else. So you're just reacting. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, it seems like as much as she probably wanted to be, a, I would say, an agreement that they may have had, maybe she wanted to be okay with that agreement. Um, maybe mm-hmm. she, I feel like to me as a woman, I can tell she's probably not okay with it. So with things like maybe she even knew about the baby. Maybe she was okay about the baby until the baby became a real thing, like a real baby. So it seems just like, I don't know, a lot of her tweets and stuff, she posted some like memes and you know some little subliminals it did seem like she was a little bit emotional I don't know I wouldn't post those things if my side man just had a baby you know what I'm saying because it seems like you're talking about that so I and I agree with that and I also to piggyback off what you're saying sometimes I feel like if she did know she might have been okay with it or been okay in her mind until it came out mm-hmm. and now yeah. everybody's reacting for her to the point where yep. it's like damn like I guess That's what I, I'm saying. so now I do care whereas in private it was more like you know this is the situation and I was fucked up yeah like you'd like, like maybe you like, thought it was something you could handle but then now maybe like, you thought so. behind close but you, then you quickly forget he is a celebrity you're a celebrity you don't have normal lives once this does get out, everybody's going to be looking at you like, damn, girl, you was a sucker. Or you're a sucker for, you know, like whatever people's opinions and they project on you yeah. to the point where now you're like, I'm not okay anymore. Yeah, she could have just had way more feelings than what she thought she was going to have All in the right. situation. And that happens every day. And you're I was going to say that happens to us twice. regular people every day where we feel like, okay, well, you didn't you and him have a conversation about it? Yeah, we had a conversation about it. I was cool, yeah. but today I changed my fucking mind. You know what I mean? Exactly. She's so, a woman and he is twice her age. So Correct. that can be. It still is what you know, it is. She may feel a certain type of way about that. You know, just insecure and then you about. Go from, and I don't know what it's like to go from. Um, where everybody's praising you for being in this relationship. City girls up, da da da. She Carisha got him on check, got him on lock to girl, you the stupid one. You dummy. He had a whole baby on you that you didn't even know about, girl. You da da da. Like that probably went from her up here down here. And people can say their opinion, people's opinions don't mean anything, but mm. come on. You know what I mean? So who knows? But he is Diddy. And <laughs> Hey, it is she, what it is. Exactly. That's her. That is her uh, choice. You know what I'm saying? She wanna deal That's with her that. choice. And his choice. And his and, choice. And yes. you know, it is what it is. I, you know, Lori Harvey, her situation where she makes men sign prenups, you know, or not prenups, uh NDAs. NDAs. Sorry, NDAs. Whoa. I'm so sexy with my man. Girl. Franklin. She's with so Franklin. Fun. He's I'm pissed. 
I'm fit. So far. She listen, and I'm like, she can have Michael B. Jordan, but Franklin, yeah, like, I'm no, that's what's his name, Damson. Just make sure you treat him good, girl. Just make sure you treat him good. Don't do him wrong, baby. Please don't do him no yeah. kind of way. They but, are Damson, Idris, and Lori Harvey. So, yeah, and he's not even American, so he may put a ring on that. <laughs> yeah, she had a ring with um the soccer guy, uh, Depay. De something Depe, he was fine. He was fine. But she was so young then. I mean, that was like her first wow. real relationship. And she was engaged at like 20. So girl, that girl has had some life experiences. You know what I mean? Like, girl. Oh, wow. Yes. But we're gonna keep our eye out that Bay watch out for uh Lori and Samson and also see how uh Diddy and Karasha hold up. Speaking of babies though, I just want to quickly touch on Nick Cannon because as we know I think he just had his 13th or 12th baby or 11th or I, I want to say 11th we're in the double digits for sure it's 11th 12th or 13th I want to say 11 12 or 13 you know they all run together after seven um <laughs> let me just make sure yeah on December 4th oh December 14th okay excuse me he had his baby number 12 12th baby so well, he just had you know today Oh, he had another one today? Yeah, it was posted. He had one on the I might be looking at the wrong thing. No, it's Alyssa Scott. They had their last baby. Oh, okay. Day. They had it. I didn't read the. Okay, I got you. He doesn't have any more scheduled, I don't think, this year. I think, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. Um, okay. Yeah. But this is actually the couple who lost their baby. This is the baby mother where um, they lost their five-month-old, like, last year. You know, so God bless them. I'm glad they had this baby. But Nick Cannon did make some comments, you know, about how it's been very difficult with these children that he has in different households, um, visiting them all over the holiday season. So he said he felt like he was Santa Claus because he had to go to different houses to visit all of his kids. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but I'm wondering how the baby mama's not cool because can't you just bring them all together? <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I have an issue. And I don't have an issue. I, I don't want to say I have issues. It's not my situation. But on one hand, I'm like, okay, cool, right? Like, he acknowledges what we've already all been thinking. Like, it's, you know, does he realize how hard it's going to be to spread his one self amongst, you know, divvying up time for, you know. <laughs> so on one hand, he acknowledged that, okay, he does understand that it is challenging in his situation to solve something that money alone doesn't cover right but on the other end mm -hmm. I'm like if you know that why do you keep having more kids the big question <laughs> like so if you have acknowledged that because it's one thing for you to be like no I can make sure I'm good I can it's not hard it may be you know challenging but it's not hard i'm gonna make it happen then we could be like okay this man really thinks he could be around and spread his royal oats and but no he's like no this is difficult like i'm sad about it i'm this i'm that or whatever 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 but then yet you keep doing it yeah i think he has to have some sort of like i don't know there has to be a reason you know there's some sort of underlying thing i think he's trying to hit like I don't know, he wants to just spread his seed or maybe he just like trying to fulfill some sort of need. His battling lupus 
and him, you know, you know, people deal with things in different ways all the time. So mm-hmm. whether it, whether we may never know why he's doing it. But- well, you know, back in the day, people had a lot of kids. My grandmother, she had like seven. I remember not too long ago, Kiki Wyatt, you know, she has like nine or 10 kids also. Um, she has said in an interview, she said, well, I I always feel like after my last baby is out of diapers, I feel like I need another baby. She's like, because I just feel like I need that. I need, you know, that baby to need me, to want me, to like need me to live. And she's like, I just get that urge. I'm just like, that is crazy. So it's like, to me, it has to be like a reason when you have like a lot of kids like that. Yeah. 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 You never know. But you thought know that me? was interesting. <laughs> More power to him and his village. <laughs> and Kiki, Kiki, Kiki Wyatt says she wants one more. So I think she's like 40 or 39. I think she says she wants one more. She just had her 10th or 9th. So she just got remarried. I think she's on like her third or fourth husband, girl. So. Wow. Kiki knows the sauce, okay? More power to her and her uterus. Literally. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> My wow. uterus is somewhere on the freeway, probably getting ran over by now listening to all this, because I'm just like, ain't no I way can't. I have 25 million kids. Lord Jesus. Um, But, you know, kids are a blessing. Wish them all well. More to come. Do you think he's done? Or do you think he's got more coming? Who, Nick? Nick. He seemed like he's not done. Mm-hmm. I think no. so, too. Because he did come out a while ago and say he was done, but he kept ha- he keeps having more kids. Yeah, so. I don't even think she's forty. Is he is he forty yet? I don't think he's like I forty. Think he's yet. Forty. I think he's forty. I think he's forty. Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. forty. You know, Janae Ake, uh, Janae Aiko's dad just had a baby and he's seventy eight. Girl, they, yeah, he's forty two. <laughs> yeah, so he got a long way to go. He can still have some kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Pushing them out. In other news, <laughs> Brittany Renner, she has since okay. came out and said to the public, actually, I'm really shocked about this because I was, I've always kind of like liked her. I've Who liked again? her. Brittany, Brittany Renner, she's like an influencer. Okay. She started out as like a workout girl. And then she moved into, and I really don't even remember when she moved into this yeah. whole like image of like sleeping around with all these celebrities or whatever. Cause I used to follow mm-hmm. her or just her working out um, before she even got bit. Yeah. Cause she's I was just like, oh, she, guru. she was like a fitness guru. She just took pride in fitness. She almost looked like the girl next door. Um, she just had a good body and she showed it off like a lot of these girls do. But I, I never, she never was. And then somehow, it changed to Brittany Renner, the girl who sleeps around with everybody. And I was like, oh, I was like, the yeah. girl that I, the girl, the little, the little old thing that had a nice little body, but she's like quite and kind of quiet, you know? So it, anyway, it ended up taking a turn. Brittany Renner, she has since been linked to several celebrities for obvious reasons of money, power, fame, all these things that she, it's no shock because she's owned this. Mm-hmm. And now that we've moved forward, um, to present day, she has since had a baby with a famous, I think he's a basketball player, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know his name. Yeah, I think some basketball But um, it's a pretty tumultuous relationship. Uh, they don't get along, apparently. 
Um, lots of back and forth, lots of lots of speculation. And I think she's even come out and even said she had a baby and trapped him or whatever. I want to say that. I want to say that. But anyways, she has since come out in present day, like a couple days ago, to social media. And she has said that she feels as though her list of sexual partners is repulsive. She's basically saying to the world wow. that she, yeah, she had a very open, honest, candid interview. Um, and she basically expressed that she never understood her self-worth. And a lot of the decisions that she has since made based on her not knowing her self-worth has crippled her in lots of ways that now when Mm -hmm. she thinks about it, she's disgusted with herself. You know, and I quote, this is off her caption on her page. She said, I no longer live in the shackles of shame. I am at peace with the decisions I have made and accept whatever comes behind them. Living in your truth is the ultimate freedom. And even in this like clip of a video, she just basically was like, I mean, people can not believe me or believe me or whatever. They can feel sorry for me or not, whatever. That's not what I'm doing this for. Um, I'm doing this because, or I feel this way and I've made the conscious decision to step into this new person because I do know and recognize my self-worth. I don't care how long it's taken me to get here. I now know it Mm -hmm. and I'm disgusted with my past. And I think that she's trying to essentially reach Mm -hmm. other young women who may Mm -hmm. be making those same decisions, may not be on that level where you're sleeping around with celebrities. It may not even be you're sleeping around with 20, 50, 30, 40 dudes. It could just mean you're making certain decisions because you haven't realized I deserve better than this. You know what I mean? And I think we all can identify to certain situations or similarities Mm -hmm. when it comes to not necessarily knowing your value where you can look back and say, I didn't make the best decision in that particular situation. Um, So I really think that's real. It was so real that you almost really just had to look at your own self and be like, you know what? We talk about people being accountable for a lot Mm -hmm. of things. And it's almost kind of like, damn, if you're accountable and damn, if you, if you're not, uh, people are going to have it either way. But it was definitely eye-opening about her speaking out because she's known as like this voice of like I don't care like I own my shit but one of the things I will say she's always owned her shit even when she was sleeping around with dudes she owned her shit I always liked her like I don't know her but when I see her I've seen her a lot of times um combating with men on certain topics like she's gone viral a few times just kind of like standing up for like women in certain ways right where uh, where any other girl would kind of feel embarrassed because I've seen her step on guys' platforms and they and they try to like shame uh-huh. her, mm-hmm. try, try to shame her, and she did not she did not let them shame her. And I'm like that girl is strong as hell. Like I like that because like no matter if you know nobody can ever make you feel a certain way about your shit if you own your shit. And so if I like that about her. And I love that about her too, because I am very much a person who is self-accountable. I've always been the type of individual where I don't like for people to look at me as a victim or have that victim mindset. And so Mm -hmm. even though I might not have ever made, or I might not have always made the best decisions in certain situations, I own my shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yep. it, it it's hard for me to be around people who don't. Um, yeah. Because I no feel like what is the point in doing that 
if you're going to do it, go into it knowing that this is what I'm doing and just be okay with it until you don't want to do it anymore. But don't try to victimize yourself to um, accept things or to let that be your reason for why you're where you are. Um, no one's mm-hmm. going to feel sorry for you in this world. I mean, especially when well, you get to And if they do, if they do feel sorry for you, they're going to feel sorry about you, for you, and then talk about you. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, like, opinions literally are just that. You know what I mean? And if you allow mm-hmm. them to hold any other weight, more weight than what you hold of yourself, that is where I feel like you get in very dangerous situations. Um, yeah. But I love, so I love, I say all that to say, I love people who are very self-accountable, whether they're on this end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum, because at the end of the day, it's like, oh, they know who they are. They know what they're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just so, it's I'm interested to see what she does. I hope she gets like a podcast or something. Or she should. I, don't know. I think I, listen listen. To her. I think a lot of people would listen to her. Um, she's got a good following already, and you know, right, again, whether what, however you feel about her on either end of the spectrum, you can't say that she doesn't own her shit. I saw her in a commercial for like what was it like a chicken commercial? A crystal commercial side chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I said that girl don't give a damn. You get that check, honey. Like, yeah, call me a side chick, and I'm in this damn crystal commercial advertising Period. this chicken sandwich. Advertising this sandwich. <laughs> if you're gonna go out and buy, okay. So I loved it. I loved it too. More power to her. Um, More power to her. Yeah, we just want to mention because we have not been on here for a while, so there's been a lot of current events that have gone viral that we just haven't had a chance to speak on. We did want to touch base on the Shanquella Robinson case that, you know, has taken the nation by storm. Um, Everyone has heard of Shanquella Robinson. She was 25 years old. She was traveling with a group of her so-called friends to Mexico. And unfortunately, she never came back. Her friend said she had alcohol poisoning, but after the autopsy and other evidence came out, we found out that it was more like foul play. And she, I think her neck was internally broken. And there was a video that had surfaced of one of the girls fighting her. Um, I would say attacking her because Chinquilla was not fighting the girl back. Um, they attacked her naked. And you could hear you could hear some of the other people in the background saying, Chinquilla, are you going to fight back at least? At least fight her back. Nicola said no. And then the girl would just hit her, hit her, hit her, beat her up. So unfortunately, we don't know the details because the people that have come back from Cabo that were with Shanquilla, they have literally gone MIA. And one or two people have made like some public statements like a few months ago, but they've gone MIA since. I think Mexico has issued like some arrest warrants for at least one person. So we're still waiting as Americans to hear how that's going to work since this whole case happened overseas, we don't know how that's going to play out in Mexico, all right? But what I do know is that nobody wants to go to jail in Mexico, okay? So that's just crazy how this situation played out. And it really hits home for me because I'm a traveler's traveler and I have been on so many girls' trips and it's been so much shit that went down at these girls' trips, drama and people having attitudes and people wanting to leave early. And I gotta thank God that it never got to that for me and that I always mm-hmm. made it home safely. 
but I can totally see how something like this could play out and how it could go left like this, especially dealing with a group of girls. And it's very, very easy for girls to switch on one another. Yeah, I've seen girls just switch like this. And then now, now it's a group of girls ganging up on one girl. All it takes is, you know, one little, you know, whisper in somebody's ear about, girl, you know, she said so-and-so about you. That All it takes is that for somebody to switch up on you. And it's sad that it can be done on vacation when you're vulnerable, you're in a different... Around the people you're supposed to be safe with. Yeah, you're thinking that these people will ride or die for you if anything goes wrong. And then these people bring harm to you in a different country. So, you know, as sad as this case is, and I hate to even look at stuff like this, I have to look at it and analyze it and let it sit in my spirit because like, I don't want to go forward and not take heed to what is happening out here because if it can happen to Shanquilla, it can happen to us, you know? So just be careful, like who you're traveling with, who you call your friends, like even if you've had any gut feelings that people really don't have your best interest, you got to go with those feelings because you don't want to ever risk being in a dangerous situation with somebody who really couldn't care less about you. And I know what happened to me. I went to, I'm not going to name no ma- names, but I went to Coachella one year with somebody who I considered a friend that I had known for at least a decade. You know, we went to high school together. I'm like, okay, I know her. But when I had got around her and her other friends, I didn't know her other friends and she kind of changed her personality. So I ended up being like left at a venue. I had to ride the shuttle back by myself to the house. It was like 45 minutes back to the house. And, you know, I had got there. I I came there with seven girls. So the girl I knew basically had left me. So it's just like, luckily I didn't, you know, die. you know, nothing crazy happened to me, but it's just like anything could have happened to me. And it goes to show that you really have to be careful with people you're traveling with. It's sad. It's a, it's, I literally struggle to find words for this case situation for so many reasons. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like we as a society now more than ever praise the, the violent culture of things people don't talk anymore people don't even really fight anymore like to like fight like it's more like I want to kill you like I like dude do you know what I mean like, it's, you know yeah. we used to yeah. come on, growing up you you know you witnessed around the fight you bop 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 girl weave out you know what I mean bop bop you know don't it's talk it's not like anymore. that anymore it's not like that anymore it is literally I'm fighting to like you're not gonna make it home and it's yeah. not even over really anything about anything. So it oh. just, it, and I say that to say, regardless of you putting your hands on people and whether you feel that's right or wrong or indifferent, what I'm just saying is, is this just gotten to a place where people just don't value human life anymore. People don't value, people don't value family life, friendships. Oh. Like we all have our clicks. We have the people we click with, but there are so many times I feel like where you have to really, like you said with me, take inventory of even those people that are around you. If you notice some weird yeah. vibes, don't just be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I noticed it. I was weird, but you know, that's just her or that's just him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every I time just- I do that, it bites me in my ass. 
every it's single so back time. And, bite you in the ass. and again, I get it. We all have our disagreements. We may have an argument with your friend. You may have some disagreements, but it's when it gets that, and I always use this word weird, but when it starts to get weird in that weird space, which is, could be jealousy. It could be, you know, damn, this person I'm noticing you're only around me when I got shit fucked up. But when all this good stuff is happening that I've been like trying to bust my ass for, you're nowhere to, for me to be, you know, to be able to share it. You know, you just, just those weird vibes in, in, yeah. in a way you can look at being weird. Time. Another way you can look at being weird is character. Stuff that's character flawed. Not that we had a disagreement about you know, uh, you know, girl, you stepped on my shoe and you didn't say, excuse me. We're not talking about surface level or we're not even talking about, I don't like the way that you really talked to me the other day, or you kind of didn't consider my feelings when you went and did those things are, that's not character. That's more so like, I felt some type of way when you did that friend, can you not do that no more? I'm talking about Mm -hmm. things that are like, you feel sometimes you really don't like me. Yeah. I mean, you're around like, me. It's like you're around yeah. me, but you don't. But really you don't really like, like me. And you know what stood out to me? Because I I watched a lot of the videos and footage that got leaked from Shanquilla's um case so far. And one of the videos, I think it was of the night before, um, you know, she died. She was walking around the mansion, the villa, and she, I guess, was ready to get into the pool. So she's like, where's everybody at? Where's everybody at? It's time to get naked. It's time to get in the pool. Where y'all at? And crickets. Crickets. Quiet, quiet as fuck. On vacation in Mexico, night one, in a mansion. So first of all, so why are everybody so quiet? And so she all yelling, where y'all at? Where y'all at? They don't say anything until she walks into the room. She gets into the room. She sees everyone in the room. They just stand around looking like, yeah, we just, yeah, we just trying to figure out what we're going to wear. Like, energy down, didn't answer her, her energy up, you know? She's like, hey, y'all, where y'all at? And she, she finally finds them in the room. They ostracized themselves, you know what I'm saying? They done all secluded themselves. They quiet, plotting, you know what I'm saying? Talking shit, probably. Yeah. And it goes to, it reminds me because it's like, one of the first signs that people really don't fuck with you is when they get a chance, any chance they can to exclude you, they're going to do it. Any chance they can to make you feel like an outsider, they're going to do it. And that, it no matter how small it is, it, it could be like, oh, why y'all sitting over that side of the table or I'm on this side? Pay attention because it's little shit like that. When people don't want you to feel included, it's a reason for it. For sure. So take, take, I'd say my biggest advice is just to take inventory of your circle, as, especially as we go into this new year. It's something about people like to, to, you know, joke about New Year's resolutions or people cutting things out and cutting things off. It's like, oh, you just doing the New Year's. Yeah, I'm doing the New Year because it's something that feels good about a fresh start. Fresh, fresh starts are lit. And if you are awake and God shows you and you make it over into the New Year, celebrate that new fresh yeah. start. You know what I mean? Yeah. Forget what people are saying and it's an old thing and da 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 da. You're just doing this because it's a new year. Yeah, I am. And you didn't make it over. You didn't make it into my new year. You know what I mean? As my friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would just say this: there's no better time than to do that. You don't owe anybody any explanation. No. Nope. You don't owe any. If if they were weird to you or if they they've shown you things where you can look back and be like, damn. You don't always have to wait till something monumental happens. 
Because sometimes when that it's too late, because you didn't been isolated, you didn't Girl. <laughs> they from you, they didn't took your man, they didn't did this. By then it's like, well, shit, nobody told me. You know, Girl, <laughs> you we we here, okay? Me and you me are, and Mia, yeah, we on some Pisces shit, okay? You can look at us. I, you could leave our order off of a fucking group uh, pickup and I'm done. I'm, I'm done with you. Like, I'm not, we're not talking anymore. We're not friends anymore. Like, it's little shit. It's really it's, the little It's not things. really, it's little things, but it's not little because it's, it's, it's little things that shows your character. Because it's like, I would never do that to you. You know what I'm saying? To a friend. So, to a friend. Yes. And yep. maybe the conversation needs to be, what is a friend? What is your definition of a friend? Mm -hmm. And start from there. And then list out everyone who you call your friend. Because I think we, yeah. we're so quick to be like, oh, girl, that's my homegirl. That's my friend. That's my friend. Does she know she your friend? Because your friend yeah. is over here talking. Like, so that may be yeah. where you start is what does yeah. a friend mean to me? And then who am I calling in my circle of my friends? Yeah. And take inventory of. You know, I hate I hate for it to be this way sometimes, but take inventory of the levels at your, you know, who's in your circle. What level are you at and what level are they at? Because from what I have read about this case and also been researching, Tintola was financially a lot more well off than the people she was traveling with. She booked that resort in her name on her credit card fully. It was like three thousand a night. So that's like ten thousand dollars right there all in her name, not not saying they didn't give her money back on the back end, but that still, she's taking initiative, basically saying, I have it, I can cover the cost, plus incidental, you know what I'm saying? So, it's her birthday. That right there is like, she's it's traveling with people. birthday. Come Girl. on. No, no, it wasn't her birthday. It was, it was one of the people's birthdays she was traveling with. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. Yeah, so that makes it even worse. Like, she was a, being a good friend, like, booking it on her shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and they said she was very successful. She had, like, I went on her business page. She had a business page with, like, 50,000 followers. She was a braider for kids' braids. And, you know, braiders make a lot of money. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, she started her she own business. She looked like she was very well, um, based on some of the photos that I saw, like, you know, social media stuff, like, she looked very, like, package like very nice you know present like yeah you know marketing like she just looked like I would probably reach out to her for my braids or whatever yep. you know exactly and I just can't it just it just makes me feel like you know jealousy you just can't sometimes as much as you want to like hang with everybody and help bring people up it's just like everybody really just can't know and you really have to sometimes cut people off that are not on your level or just even it don't have to be financial level it could just be mentality you know what i'm saying don't, they don't have the same ambition they don't have the same spirit you know what i'm saying it's just sometimes you got to see who's on your level and who's not and it don't mean that you don't wish them well but they just can't rock with you and stop telling everybody what you got going on because people will want to Haters. that listen they will poo poo Haters. on your shit so quick or they just want to know to know like what you got going on to put you just want to make sure if it's if it's important if it's anything that's important to you keep it very close to you until you recognize especially if you've been seeing some behaviors that have made you kind of be like okay that's weird 
definitely don't share the things that are important to you with those people. You know what I mean? Hold yeah. it until it's already happened because that's one of the things, like you said, you know, just you, not everybody's happy for you. They're not. Not everybody really who watches not. you, not everybody who watches you, family included too. Family's not excluded from this conversation at Never. all. Never. No. Um, so, you know, just, yeah. yeah. But it's unfortunate. Yeah. Prayers to her. I pray that they get some justice around this because I, I heard so too, man. that there was like when they interviewed everybody, everybody was had a different version of the story, which I think is weird. Girl, um, everyone had a different version of the story, and these people were so cold, freaking hearted that they went back to this girl's mama's house and set up in her mama's house for three days, lying to this lady until the autopsy report dropped, and then they never came back. Because they thought that they was going to get away with lying, saying that she drunk herself to death. Like, like Mexico ain't got no damn med- medical people to verify that. Like, girl. So we'll see how this all plays out. We follow and hope to see justice on. We will be reporting on this on our page, amongst other yeah. things like this. Um, Let me ask you this, Mia, before we, before we move off of this. How do you feel about everyone that was there? Do you feel like everyone that was there should be held responsible yes. in some way? Or do you feel like just the girl that hit her? No, I feel like everybody should be held accountable in some way. Um, right. And here's here's why. The fact that it took all the amount of time that it took to even get to the bottom of this when there were several people. Let's start with the cameraman. Or the people that were, let's just start recording. Oh, we don't got to go anywhere else. Let's start with the person that was like, oh, girl, like, let me get this on film. But then you all let me get you naked getting beat up. Yeah. Then you have the nerve in your group to go back and say that there was food poisoning. The girl died of alcohol Mm -hmm. poisoning. I mean, it's just, it's so wrong on so, so on every possible level. I would want each of those people held accountable to the furthest extent based on the level of which they were involved. So do I think that the person who actually whooped her ass should be held at the same level as the person recording? Maybe not. But if there is a charge for you recording it and being an accomplice and not saying anything and telling the truth, whatever that extent is, you need to be held accountable for that too. Because this case needs to be a firm, this Mm -hmm. case, they need to make an example out of this case. Yeah, Specific- I know. Specifically because this was something that I can see happening again and again. And this is just one of the ones that, you know, we've shed light on. You know, there's there's probably stuff like this all the time, crazy stuff. You know what I mean? That doesn't all get the time, bro. But people need to know you cannot just do stuff like this. And get and thought she was really gonna get away with that shit. Like thought she was really gonna get I away just, with it. The fact that you guys are hiding. From the media, you don't want to say anything to the media. You didn't want to, like, if I was in that situation and I was an accomplice, I'm the first one telling. I'm going to be like, look, I'm telling. this is what happened. This is I'm what telling. happened. Yep. This is because where you know things what? got messed up. Like, I'm here's, here's where I can give them grace. Okay. Say there was one person there who really, honestly, genuinely didn't have nothing to do with it. Maybe they wasn't even in there sure. when Shaquilla got beat up. Sure. Maybe they was asleep when Shaquilla got beat up. Okay. How about that? Say, maybe they don't. I can understand you being scared to the point of, okay, if they come in here and they say we did something to her, they're going to think 
everyone did something to her and we're all never leaving Mexico. And I'm like, but I didn't do it. I was asleep. Y'all niggas did it. You know what I'm saying? So I can, I can even give you the grace to say you needed to get out of Mexico. All right. But if you had nothing to do with that situation and you knew what happened there was wrong, as soon as you touched down on American soil, you should have been at the police station, the embassy, every, I'm calling everybody, the news, everybody, because I'm snitching on y'all to know I did not, I had nothing to do with this. Only reason I, I went along with that shit because I didn't want to get trapped in Mexico because what y'all did. You know what I'm saying? That's, that could be the only logical reason I could see why they may have lied to the people in Mexico. But once you get back on American soil, you're kind of safe and protected in that, right? Where you could have told the truth then. You know what I'm saying? So it's been almost two months now and no one has come forward with the truth. So in my mind, all of y'all are guilty and all of y'all had a part right. in it. Right. I agree with that. Uh, yep. That makes, that would That's be a possibility sick. for sure. For sure. Girl. But they can all go to they hell. They better hope somebody don't get to them because this is some shit where street justice would really, you know what I'm saying? People, people kill over stuff like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can't be playing with people's family members like this. Mm-hmm. Especially when you Crazy. do it in that regard. Like that's what I'm saying. People are just such punks now. They wait to do all yeah. these different types like if back in the day you had a problem with somebody you come to them you step to them it wasn't no hush hush it wasn't no ulterior motive it was like nah nigga this is what you did what's up you know what I mean like yeah. but y'all wait till the girl's probably intoxicated you probably drugged her or it's whatever sweet. Like, she looked loopy she looked like she didn't know yeah. what was going on like, y'all did her Naked. so early to the point where y'all knew That's what y'all were doing bro. You guys went- there's no way which is why there was intent you- there was clear, I mean, it's all just so messed up, but it- it I just just could never sit by and watch someone get attacked like that. Like that girl was not fighting back. If somebody's not fighting back, that's not a fight. You're attacking them, you're bullying them. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're a a big aggressor. Anyone in that room should have broken that fight up. Broken it up, somebody should have broken it up, called the- reception people they could have done so many things other than sit there and record and watch there were so many you can't tell me that there was not something somebody could have done i don't care what it was yeah i'm just gonna wait till her ass got beat yeah. up beat, whooped for y'all to then what yeah and it's just so like funny. why would y'all like how miserable are you to want mm-hmm. to fucking have a fist fight on the first day in mexico bitch on a three thousand exactly. dollar mansion Y'all, like, I feel like they probably was plotting before they even went to Mexico. To be honest with you, gotta be. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Like this could have been so premeditated, where they kind of had it. We're like, let's get her drunk the first night, y'all, and then let's let's get Whoa, it. Yeah, because yeah. it was some other video that circulated of the first night Shanquilla uh, presumably sleep in one of the loungers outside by the pool, and her friend walks up to her, recording her. It's like, uh oh, look like we got our first dead body, body, body. That's what he said. And this was before she was, you know, deceased or whatever. This is like she's sleeping. We could see she was sleeping and moving around, but he literally at his mouth said, Look like we got our first dead body. So when I tell you it was some evil going on up there, girl, yeah, believe people when they tell you who they are, y'all. Believe them. But God bless Tranquilla. We will be following this case. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna be following. 
this case until we see justice and more again more cases like this or just cases in general so if you all have or know about some injustice that's been happening that you know you want media to shed more light on we would love to be able to cover it and shed light on it or whatever send it to yeah. our to our um dm or tag us in it whatever we're we're trying yeah. to you know shed as much light on stuff like this as possible because people don't care yeah. about black media like that you know <laughs> no unfortunately unfortunately some of them do but you know for the most part in comparison to whites and white media but Yep. So like Mia said, if y'all have anything y'all want to like get on our platform to speak about, you can reach out to us at Melon and Me Podcast on Instagram. You can also email us at Melon and Me Podcast at gmail.com. So we're going to be taking on some guests and stuff coming into the new year. That's one of our resolutions for our show. So we're going to get live face to face with some of y'all. So we really want to hear your stories. I wanted to just say before we move on, um, rest in peace because we, you know, there's been several people that have died in our culture. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I wanted to just take a minute, take a beat, take maybe 30 seconds and give them a moment of silence. But that would be PNB Rock, Take Off, Twitch, anyone else I'm leaving off. Um, you know, let's just have a moment, maybe 15 seconds of just silence for them. I wanted to end our show off because this is our last show of the year. Yes. Basically the first and last because we didn't record all year. <laughs> <laughs> but let's end off our show with, I want to talk about what was our high of this year and what are we looking forward to our high of next year being? You so I can start. Sure, I'll start. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> <laughs> My high of the year was absolutely going to Maldives with you for our 35th birthday it was amazing it was like a trip of a lifetime and I just feel so blessed and grateful that I got to spend it with you you know somebody I consider to be my sister and you know we did it on our own like I'm just so proud of us you know we didn't get flewed out by no man okay we really did that lavish trip on our own i'm just really proud of it and i'm happy we did it together and next year i'm definitely looking forward to expanding like all my entrepreneurial things that i have going on just trying to stretch my limits my talents work on like some of my talents and stuff oh i literally am like tearing up because i was oh, so <laughs> and so honestly, that was going to be one of mine. I'll say just me being proud of me taking a leap of faith in the real estate space in general, but then yeah. also hitting one of my um, highest years in selling, which would be this would make my second year. Well, yeah, kind of almost second year in real estate, um, which yes. in pushes me to the next phase for 2023 in the investment space. But me and Whitney um, have some amazing things going on for 2023. So more to come on that and all of the things that we have in store. But more importantly, to your point, there's nobody in this world, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that I would 
rather do any business deal with from a friend, sister, family space than you. And you know, you all have to understand this girl here is one of the most loyal people. We have had disagreements. We have almost gotten into it back in our college days. We have gone through things where, you know, I think are pretty normal when you have a friendship and when you have someone who you care about, but on the other end of it, you know what, that's my sis, that's my family, that's my girl. And I'm just thankful that she's had grace um, to extend an olive branch to me to be in her space and to be a friend in all of the things that I know that she's been to me. And we're in lockdown forever now. <laughs> I know. Can you believe we've almost been friends for almost 20 years? I know. It's nuts. It's crazy. We met and when we were 17. Time flies. It's so crazy. Time flies. But I know one thing. It's good to look back and be like, you're still there. God is good. Oh, God is good, y'all. God is good. <sighs> so, so much better. I'm so glad we got to come on here and show our faces. Let's all hear our voices. And yes. hopefully you guys haven't forgot about us. And you'll stay with us until the new year. Stay with us until the new year. We've got some really great things coming. We have some really, really awesome things coming. And I can't wait to actually get them out to you guys. Um, but we will be diligently working between now and the first of the year rolling all these things out so stay tuned until next time y'all make sure to follow us on all of our platforms at melanin me podcast talk to y'all later bye bye <laughs>